0: Good evening, madame. Uh, Can I help
1: you? Ah yes, good evening. Uh, Silly question, but my friend Marina here has the feeling she may have seen you somewhere before. I'm pretty sure she's wrong. I mean, we went to the Heraldic Archives today, and and then a little cafe, and I never noticed anyone who looked even remotely like
0: you. Uh, I am your new attendant, madame. Uh, I shall be taking care of you for the second half of the journey.
1: Ah. Happy now, Marina? No? Oh well, never mind. Still, while we've got you, sir, perhaps you'd like to have a go... on this.
0: A brilliant achievement,
1: and one which I intend to make use of. Does that mean you'll press the button for us today? Yes, I think uh, you've come to the right place. Mm -hmm. Great, thank you. A most interesting device. Isn't it? I get the feeling you're rather hoping to do some good with it today. Oh, a great deal of good. That's the spirit. Right, let's see what we've got. Ah, okay. Well, this should please quite a few people, as we're back with the original Captain Scarlet today for Manhunt. I shall have to turn out the lights. Oh, thank you. Yes, that's very
2: considerate of you. Oh, do stop frowning, Marina. Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name, Captain Scarlet so welcome back to the
1: randomizer the original captain scarlet it's been oh about uh, 10 weeks or so since we were last here with another very early episode winged assassin and here we are with episode four myself informed manhunt
2: this is your report yes sir it's
1: very small and looks like a screw yeah this is um how far technology has come oh dear Captain Blue and I investigated reported Mister on activities in Sydney, Australia. Oh, let's go.
0: You were injured, Captain Scarlett. Very slightly, sir. I'm fine now. Hmm, well, all this is very straightforward. I bruised
1: my elbow, but I was a brave boy, Colonel. We must conclude from our inquiries that there was no Mister on activities, and it was, in fact, a false alarm.
0: Scarlett, Captain Blue, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you on behalf of Spectrum for your courage and devotion to our cause.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs>
0: The Firstly, I love
1: that they're getting congratulated for having done absolutely nothing. Secondly, I love the uh, appalling grammar in Scarlet's report, which basically is only six lines. You, you, you do, you know, you have to do more work for a primary school book report than Spectrum Captains have to do, uh, investigating suspicious goings on in Australia, which of course were not suspicious at all.
2: I'm just checking the fourth floor, D-block. Right, Harris. I'll put the coffee
1: on. I like also that they answer with each other's voices. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things and it keeps coming up in these Supermarionation shows. But hey ho. This is uh, Harris the guard, he's at the Culver Atomic Center. And a door marked laboratory has just closed behind him. Now, yeah, this being, I think this is the fifth episode in production order. After the Mistrons, Winged Assassin, Big Ben Strikes Again, and 0.783, which is a, an early episode in production order. But here we go with the fifth episode in production order. We're finally going to get to uh, really dig into what Captain Black is up to now that he's back on Earth. We've seen him in all all those episodes. Oh, he's like conked Harris on the head with the back of his pistol. But we've never actually... Uh, this is the first time that Spectrum are going to find out that he's... Uh, alive-ish and, uh, well, ish, and of course, working for the Mistrons. And this is something that I, I never noticed, and I've seen this episode a lot, but I'd never noticed until the Blu-rays. The amount of blood on the back of Harris's head there as he gets clobbered, that's a really nasty head injury. But luckily, he's got a uh, chest-mounted alarm, or a sort of sash belt thing he has to wear. What is it, Harris? Uh, Harris! Harris, are you all right? Uh, this is uh, Richards. Well, he's pressed his alarm button, so... Probably he's not alright.
2: Security. Security. Break. 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 But
1: I love the look of this this atomic center. <laughs> all these sirens as well. That's a lovely, cool noise that we hear so many times throughout the series. And speaking of hearing things, we are going to hear from some uh, Super Mario Nation voice artists that, uh, well, at least in broadcast order, this is often shown as episode four, we haven't yet heard on the show before. Um, this is... Along with .783 This is the first episode that David Healy did voices in and I think possibly Gary Files and Martin King also join at this point um, Depends what way round you want to look at Manhunt or .783
0: You started the shockwave with your unprovoked attack on our Martian complex This act of aggression will be revenged I love that
1: there's no real threat in this episode as such. Be slow. It's just more, uh, less the Misturon sort of phoning in to give a reminder. Will they in full? And I have the image of, of the cloud-based crew sitting around afterwards saying, well, okay, what, what was that about? We already know all that. Who are they threatening? What are they doing this week? But of course it's, um, I don't know, it's almost like having made a a bit of a slip-up, as we're about to discover with Captain Black, the Mistrons are sort of phoning up to say, well, you know, we're still scary, but we made a little
0: mistake. Members of Spectrum. All three of you. Have made their first mistake. Yes, it's just
1: Scarlet Blue and Symphony for some reason in the officer's lounge. Looking at the screen.
0: It looks like Captain Black. Yes. It is indeed. This photograph was taken by a concealed security camera at the Culver Atomic Centre and has been positively identified as Captain Black. By his mother. Oh no,
1: she's dead, isn't she, in uh, in
0: Captain Black's backstory. Suspicions were well-founded. From the moment he returned to Earth from the Martian expedition, Captain Black has been working for the Mistrons. Yes,
1: it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, we go... We have confirmation in the first episode that Black returned to Earth. Colonel White confirms that. And after that, they've no idea where he went. For four episodes. And we've seen him hanging around with binoculars and such. Just to remind us that he's still part of the show. And legend has it that he was never meant to be part of the show. He just... He was supposed to die at the end of the first episode. And because he looked so good, they decided to keep him on. I've never been entirely sure if that's true or not. But the fact that in Winged Assassin, Big Ben Strikes Again, and Point Seven Eight Three, he's just kind of hanging around, doing things that don't really need to be done.
0: Tiger counters. We'll be able to track down... Maybe
1: that was the case, but this is the first time we get actual... Okay, Captain Black is part of this show.
0: Captain Black is on. And we're going to
1: find him. And going forward, that's a a big part of the, uh, well, not a big part, but it's a a significant part of the series, uh, regular makeup. Got to keep an eye out for Captain Black. What's he up to this week? And also, I like, I really like with this episode, for once, and it's not something you can say about them very often, Spectrum are actually throwing their all into an operation. We have got angels taking off. We've got radar vans. Uh, although, that one seemed to be uh, driving into
2: the uh, into the bank on the side of the road. Captain Black's shoes, I'd head for the city, not the wide-open spaces. We have to cover every possibility. Well, <laughs> I, I do love that line as well.
1: We won't find Very Captain sure. Black in wide-open spaces. He won't be standing in a field with his arms wide open.
2: Ah, oh, but here we go. Where are we going to go pick up an SPV? Hmm. Aptly named. How's
0: that? Stone Point Village. SPV. <laughs> That's a Captain Scarlet Humor. Switch on the display, Lieutenant. Right, sir. It's like regular Humor, but slightly clunky. The positions of the detector trucks carrying the directional Geiger counters. But they know
1: roughly where Captain Black is, and we have... My goodness, we have eight detector trucks on the search. As well as um, Scarlet and Blue in their car. And I do like the look of these vans, actually. It's, um... They never appeared again, I think, aside from stock footage in Trouble Cross. We never actually see these machines in action again. Which is a shame, because they look quite nice. And inside we have what I think is a redress of the Zero X uh, set. Nothing above
0: natural radiation.
1: A Captain Grey and, um, well, it's the Lieutenant Dean puppet, again, uh, playing. A sh- uh, I nearly
0: said Shadow. <laughs> Spectrum uh, radar van technician guy. Sir, can I fly down and help in the manhunt? No, Lieutenant, I need you here. But this is fun. The area's completely surrounded. All we can do is watch as they close in. I'm sorry. If Captain Black is to be caught, we must make sure central control is fully manned. All two of us. I just wish I could meet him face to face. Just once. Did you never meet
1: him? Did you never meet him before he went to Mars? Uh, I get that it probably it's, it's probably meant to mean I wish I could see him face to face now, but... Unfortunately, as this poor old garage mechanic is about to discover, generally if you meet Captain Black face to face, um, well... Your dental records had better be up to date, because often that's the only way people are ever going to identify your remains.
2: Be with you in a minute, sir. Just fixing this wine.
1: And yes, here we go, a memorably gruesome scene. Backed by the Crossroads to Crime theme, of all things. You Which we've heard as background music before in uh, *Robot Freighter Mystery*, and yeah, this is an ep- this is a scene rather that uh, a lot of people point to being one of the most gruesome in the series, and I would tend to agree. Um, were it not for the fact that I don't believe any garage has ever worked this way, with a a ramp that can be pressed into the ceiling so hard that the ceiling begins to fracture, but it's a horrible image. And then coming back to the uh, the poor mechanic crushed and. Again, seeing it on Blu-ray, it's not just that he's bleeding from the nose and the mouth, which is nasty enough, but he's bleeding from the chest. You can see what looks like part of the dashboard has impacted into his chest. It's very nasty. Captain Scarlet,
2: we're about to pick up a Spectrum Pursuit vehicle. And it looks like my hat is sliding off.
0: Not yet, but I'll keep you informed.
2: There it is ahead. Uh, it's another Delta petrol
1: station. Again, I like, uh, I like little bits of world building in Captain Scarlet. Lots of Delta petrol stations
2: no one around though delta economy where is everyone i don't know there should be somebody around i've been expecting you You've well this is the world of captain scarlet of course we only ever get one one person in one room and it's often a very big room it's hidden in a dummy oil storage tank i'll get the key stay back here with me i'm scared
1: of garage mechanics Let's see uh
2: ah here it is oh
1: but he's got a gun and Whoa, Scarlet got to him first. You knew it was a trap.
2: I suspected it. How? He didn't ask for our identification.
1: (laughs) Yes, not the, uh, not my sixth sense is tingling, but, uh... Work of the Misteron. He didn't ask for our identification. That's something that, you know, if you're having a very busy day, and two guys who are obviously Spectrum Captains show up in their Spectrum car, maybe you wouldn't necessarily always ask for their identification and recently but scarlet's not having any of that that's a that's an executable offense I'm not asking for id
2: Seven eight two. i also
1: noticed that there's a calendar on the mechanics desk there it's dated the 13th i wonder which month could be july
0: the position of that filling station or oh, right in the middle of the network yes lieutenant if captain black was there he is indeed in our net ah. all we have to do is tighten it
1: I love the uh, the lettering on the screen, Colonel White's screen, where all the, uh, well, the map is and the positions of all the trucks. But I also love that they've put little um, letter set letters on there. Yes, it, it's a positive bearing. And someone's affixed the instant lettering, which I guess is some part of logo from the letter set sheet. And yet we get a massive close-up on it as we zoom in for the advert break. I'm not sure that was meant to be as visible as it is, and of course in HD it's crystal clear now.
0: Other tracking vehicles? Yes, sir.
1: See, this is what I find frustrating about Spectrum. They're so competent in this episode, and yet in so many others it's just, ah, Captain Scarlet, Captain Blue, go off and protect Africa, the whole thing, by yourselves. Whereas here, this is this is how a, a global security organization should respond. And I get, you know, that we can't, we don't have enough puppets or uh, vehicles to to, to show a, a large operation.
0: There it is. We found it.
1: As would befit an organization like this. No. Order the- but in episodes like this, when you see... Contact. Yes, sir. Really strong, professional response from Spectrum, for the most part. Here's someone who's going to let us down later in the episode.
0: Black is believed to be in this
1: Oh, Symphony Angel. Yes, it's very refreshing. F.I.G. As I said, after some episodes where they either don't have a brain cell to rub between them or they just only send two guys.
0: Black should reach your checkpoint in approximately two minutes. What sort of vehicle is he driving?
1: Captain Oka is on the scene, manning a checkpoint. Spectrum pursuit vehicle. Zero seven eight two. I also love that so much of this is taking place in in sleepy villages and countryside, uh, which I suppose you know it would uh, it would be a, a very different story if it was taking place in the city. I think they could do it, but uh, corner, it's it's nicer in in, in the countryside. Zero, seven, eight, I think it's a very nice looking episode. This one.
0: Highway Confirm SPV as hostile vehicle. You know what to do.
1: Don't worry, Lieutenant. We'll stop it. Uh, he knows what to do, and that involves getting his whoever his colleague is to drive their Spectrum car from one side of the roadblock to the other. That'll take
0: care of it. Colonel, I'd like permission to go down there. I'm sorry, Green. I told you before, you're needed here. But Colonel… Don't mention it again, Lieutenant. And that's an order. We have work to do.
1: Why do I get the feeling that's how Colonel White responds when Lieutenant Green asks for a bathroom break? I get the feeling there's nobody on cloud base really, to replace him. There's no equivalent to Lieutenant Silver. They just uh, occasionally dump magenta in his chair.
0: Captain Black, the Earthmen have erected a roadblock ahead of you. Turn off
1: and go back to the atomic centre. But it's an interesting attribute to Lieutenant Green's character, especially this early on in the series, that he's already getting a bit fidgety, stuck behind that console all the time. But I also get the, the feeling that... Um, uh, there's several characters in this episode who are almost itching for a confrontation with Captain Black, including Green, um, Scarlet and Blue, obviously, Symphony here.
0: Continue aerial search.
1: Ochre and Gray seem quite keen as well. Well, the Angels have been flying around and they've somehow managed to lose Captain
0: Black. Have you lost him, Colonel? No. We just don't know where he is may just take a little longer. Oh yes, they're all closing in now. Symphony reported the SPV pulled
2: off the road somewhere along here. Keep your eyes open. Looks like we could see some action after all. Hmm, so much for your idea that Captain Black would head for the city. You're just a big stupid head. I'm gonna keep rubbing it in. Hey, wait a minute. Slow down. That could
1: be it. I love how there's no other traffic moving on the roads in this episode, though. This is a very, very sleepy part of the countryside with no one around at all. Not even a farmer and a puppet cow. I'll tell Cloudbase, and then we'll go in. We could tell Cloudbase as we're going in, but oh, this is another lovely shot as well. First person moving into the woods with spooky music playing. And it still it still holds up very well in HD. You can see what you know what's real and what's a painting, but right. But it looks like he headed back to the road. It's very believable, and I think a lot of it is just down to well, firstly the the skill at creating the the world, but also the music adds so much.
2: What is it? A medallion. It's symphonies. It can't be. It's symphonies, I tell you. I gave it to her on her birthday. You're right. Look over there <laughs> I've never understood though a how they can
1: miss the angel interceptor and B why the camera is panning off it towards a patch of nothing to the left you'd expect the sort of aha there's the angel interceptor to be like framed front and center right and you know that's the center of the shot and it's just no we pan off that there's some trees over there
0: just kept in black hole in that's an odd shot highly possible but this operation will not be affected by consideration for any individual
1: especially you.
0: Move everyone in.
1: Yep. And again, that's uh, another interesting aspect to the uh, the Spectrum organization and Colonel White's thinking, you know, maybe one of our people has been captured. This is bad. But... Noose is really tightening. Press on the, uh, the search. I love this music as well. I'm a big sucker for Spectrum vehicles moving around to important sounding Spectrum music. So, yep, yeah, Ochre and Grey are, are on the move. And so too are Scarlet and Blue. Have to question where Captain Magenta is in all this, though. Uh, I get the feeling nobody told him that this was all going on. Oh dear. Nothing.
2: Don't worry, Symphony will be all right.
1: And more nice character
2: stuff here, actually. Yeah, yeah, I- I'm fine. The very first uh,
1: suggestion of a romance between Blue and, and Symphony. Uh, he can't get far. Come on, Adam. You better not let the Colonel hear you call me that. All right, Snooky Pants. Also, it's strange that uh, in the, the previous episode, at least in most broadcast orders, is Big Ben Strikes Again, where Scarlet and Blue take Melody and Destiny out for dinner. I bet Symphony was pleased about that. Uh, maybe she was on duty that night.
2: Do you have that new bearing?
0: Yes, but there's something I... Wow!
1: What happened? What is it? I'm getting a reading ten times normal. And this is, I think, one of the few times we see... Uh, a Spectrum uniform that isn't a captain or a lieutenant uh, or an angel or a security guard. Uh, I, th- I have a feeling that uniform was probably reused as one of the Spectrum cadets in Traitor. Again, it's, it's nice world building, but this organisation is a big organisation with a lot of people and a lot of departments. don't
0: exact position.
1: It's something the show could have really benefited from, from using more often, I think.
0: Why go back to the atomic centre, sir? If you want to hide an apple tree, you put it in an orchard. Ah. Captain Black must words of wisdom from Colonel White. He returns to the Atomic Centre. Where there is enough free radiation to make him undetectable. Exactly. Yeah. Lieutenant, I think we'll play a waiting game.
1: That's the story of Lieutenant Green's life at the moment. Just waiting, waiting for something interesting to happen. Ah, so, it's now night time, everyone's at the Atomic Centre. Are we going to just sit here
2: and look at each other? Oh, what's wrong with that? Well, I don't want to go in and look. Our orders are to wait. What about Symphony? He conked my friend on the head. I just hope she's all
1: right. We never find out what happened to that guy. Uh, presumably he, he recovered, but...
0: ...to keep me here.
1: Oh, it's only
0: a matter of time.
1: This is some very sinister stuff as well, though. I like as well that Symphony is trying to be brave. No. Even though she's being, she's being clearly operated by a puppeteer from below there. You can see his thumb holding her and and lifting her hand for her. But yes, I like this uh, first confrontation between a member of Spectrum and whatever it is that Captain Black has now become. And it's, uh, you know, it's not just a quick sight and then he's gone.
0: We We have a prolonged... I am sorry, Symphony Angel.
1: Conversation?
0: You leave me no choice. That voice. You'll never get away with this.
1: Yeah, the the shock in Symphony's voice at the sight and sound of what Black is now. in three minutes. That's it. We are going to radiate Symphony. this is something I, I kind of wish, again, the show had done more of. I love this stuff of Black and, and Symphony together. And throughout the rest of the series, it was very rare that Black would ever actually, uh, directly, face-to-face, meet any of his old colleagues. The only time I can remember off the top of my head is... Um, flight to Atlantica when blue and Okra are so drunk they don't remember who he is when they bump into him but that's a gorgeous shot of symphony sort of starting to wilt under the radiation and the reflection of blacks just evil face oh it's so good but he's gonna let her off
0: the Mr runs also have compassion <laughs> no you don't. I am going to give you. One chance.
1: But again, a very interesting aspect to to their nature there. Yeah, you could kind of say, oh well, he's just letting her off because she's irregular and it's convenient.
0: I love that shot, by
1: the way, of, of
0: scarlet and blue and ochre. He has crashed the gates. Right. Make certain Captain Black is in it and don't lose him.
1: But yeah, the idea of, you know, not just letting her off so that she can aid in his escape. That's fine. That on its own would be uh, would be perfectly acceptable. But it's that. Mr. On's also have compassion and you're thinking well how much of that is them and how much of that is black whatever he was before it's so many oh so many just wonderful questions and uh, We don't get any answers, but again, it's nice to to have those to wrestle with Uh, and indeed there's various um, uh, Fan fiction writers who've uh, pursued that um, quite extensively over the years anyway the SPV is out of control hit a tree because it almost ran into another roadblock of uh, a patrol car and an msv wow the rarely seen msv i think this is the last time it appears on the show
2: you are completely surrounded come out with your hands up
1: they even had regular spectrum security guards in on this mission
2: we're coming in
1: lots of people lots of machines nobody got killed but inside the spv symphony Nobody seems to, th- to wonder, you know, maybe she could be a mistrown at this point. She's
0: all right, Colonel. Just badly shaken. And she's lost the use of her voice, Colonel. I have to answer for her. All right, Symphony. But remember, initiative should never clash with discipline.
1: Yes, sir.
2: It basically means do as I tell you when I tell you to do it. Black gave you a chance to escape and you took it. He subjected you to radiation, knowing we would pick it up, think it was him in the SPV, and leave the gate unguarded. He even went through a cleansing unit before he left
0: to get rid of his own radiation oh he thinks of everything He's been tricked but we've learned a lot the mistrons are capable of making mistakes let us take consolation from this in the continuing fight yeah
1: again i like that as a development you know it can't always be a victory but it's nice that we learn little things that uh, either aid us in the fight or aid us psychologically like that gates
0: don't tell anyone lieutenant but that's the first time i've ever driven an spv
1: I'm not quite sure what she's hinting at there. Is she hinting at either that she's totally incompetent as a driver or that she's just having so much fun? Uh, I don't know. Either way, that's the end of Manhunt. And what a fabulous episode of Captain Scarlet. I have seen this one quite a lot over the years. So I worry sometimes that that kind of uh, dampens my enthusiasm a bit. But watching it again... Particularly with uh, with reference to its place in in production order and broadcast order, it's just a it's just a revelation for the series. It opens up so many uh, so many storytelling possibilities with the essentially the return, the reintroduction almost of of Captain Black and what that's going to mean for the series going forward. Up till this point, it's just quick appearance here, quick appearance there, and now it's like, oh, we have got this to contend with as well. So that's just lovely stuff. Very nice uh, confrontation between him and Symphony, who was a character that was never really used as often as she might have been. And speaking of, it was so nice to see a full spectrum force all out looking for black, all bar magenta, whose absence is uh, totally unexplained. But yeah, some really nice, credible, believable action here. Some, uh, well, a very memorable moment of horror with the uh, poor old garage mechanic. And uh, yeah, some very nice uh, character moments and uh, little, little action bits. So all in all,
0: Captain Scarlet.
1: One of the earliest triumphs, I think, of the original Captain Scarlet.